Yo, what's going on, you guys? And welcome back to the Anime Plus podcast. This is your podcast for everything anime and anime related. As usual, I'm your boy, A-Ray, the host of Anime Plus podcast. And today, as usual, I'm with my guy, Owen. Owen, say what's up. What is going on, guys? How's yeah, it going? So, Chilling? Yeah, so today we got we got a fire one, Owen. So last week we did... um. We did basically all the new titles in Weekly Shonen Jump. Weekly Shonen Jump is where a lot of huge anime have come from and manga as well. Like we've got Naruto, One Piece, like all the big ones, right? But in today's episode, we're going to do kind of a second part to that. We're going to do all the titles in Jump Plus that are relatively new. So probably a little bit less than 25, 27 chapters. So still new, but not that new. But yeah, I mean, this is a huge one. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know what manga, uh, Jump Plus is, it's kind of like a spinoff of Weekly Shonen Jump, but they've got a lot of titles and less rules. And it, it could be like series that aren't necessarily shonen. Um, for example, like we've got a lot of series from there. For example, there's Spy Family. That's not typically like a battle shonen that we're used to. But we also can get like work that is a lot more bloody or less uh, censored. So we've got stuff like Chainsaw Man coming out of Jump Plus. So yeah, a lot of fire and unique type of anime that we're not really used to so yeah on we hyped for this one or what no i'm definitely hyped but i have a question first yeah what's up? so you know okay so battle shonen right that's mm -hmm. a genre of anime right so yeah. um so does uh, shonen jump only show battle shonens um so back in the past like years ago when it was really popping so like probably late 90s early 2000s the titles that would run a lot of the weekly shonen jumps were typically battle shonen so a lot of one piece naruto bleach those type of titles and then slowly slowly over the years we started to get a lot more titles that weren't necessarily battle shonen like we've got i'm just trying to think of some off the top of my head but we've got like a lot of uh sports series we've got like some death note type of series we've got a few romance series as well but it's starting to become more prevalent nowadays and i guess that's kind of why they had to go ahead with jump plus Got you. So basically, um, Battle Shonen were just very popular back in the day. Mm -hmm. So they just named it Shonen Jump. Okay, I got you. Yeah, um, my my best guess is a lot of fans that grew up with you know Battle Shonen, they're a lot older now, and they don't necessarily want to watch the same type of stuff. Like I, I'm more older than I was back then. I obviously I still love my One Piece, my Naruto's. I still enjoy newer series that have the Battle Shonen aspect, like Black Clover and My Hero. But I also want to see other shit. You know what I mean? Like. I like to see like Spy Family. I really enjoyed it. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of other series out there that aren't necessarily shown in that I still like. So yeah. No, no, I, no. I, yeah. I get that 100%. Mm -hmm. So I was the same, like, you know, I was the same way where I would only watch Battle Shonen's. Mm -hmm. But after, you know, it's uh, honestly after this pod, we started the pod that I started getting into different genres. But one of my favorite, as we spoke about it before, was Dr. Stone. And yeah. Dr. Stone is not a battle shonen at all. Right. And it's one of, honestly, for me, it's a top 10 show. It's Yeah, for sure. Animations are great, and it's the storyline. It's not a battle shonen storyline, but it gives you satisfaction throughout, and it's very nicely paced. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one other thing that uh, about Jump Plus that's a little bit different than Weekly Shonen Jump, the keyword is weekly. So Weekly Shonen Jump, all these titles are basically coming out, like new chapters every single week. For Jump Plus, there's no set structure. So some some manga get weekly chapters, some get bi-weekly, and some get monthly. 
Um, so there's a lot of leniency on some of the authors. And, you know, when, when there's like a strict due date of one week, that could be very tiresome. And honestly, it could lead to a lot of like mental and physical injuries. So it's, it's a good thing for these creators to get a little bit more rest and kind of take their time. So I think that a lot of series can get better production and better story writing with less stress. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's, there's been a lot of titles that, that have just been popping because of that new formula, you know, obviously Chainsaw Man, which is a huge, huge manga. It's like, if, if you guys can see this right now, it's every single week, it's been like a number one or number two on, you know, on the manga plus app for trending per week per chapter. So it's like, yeah <laughs> you know what i mean honestly that's crazy because i would not expect that because the animates animates type made to be in my, in my opinion <laughs> but um yeah so one of the things i liked that you were mentioning was how they're getting the breaks that was this was connects with how one piece and demon slayer you know kind of um do their animations so demon slayer you know how they have cores so they get to take their time on the animation. They actually get to, you know, cultivate it and they get to, you know, spread it out among some mm -hmm. time and think about what they're doing. They're not just like, you know, there's a deadline. We just got to meet this. We're going to stress all the time. So they make like really great animations. But a One Piece, just the same way, it's like very rushed. And I think that's kind of a very similar situation with this where the story writers get time to kind of cultivate their ideas and actually get it on onto paper and mm -hmm. it's not like rushed ideas where you know they're doing it just to meet a deadline and the story kind of gets planned i think i think the production quality of um the actual story writing is probably phenomenal what do you think is did you see any differences with that or um so there have been a few that i've read in my in uh jump plus that are bi-weekly and not weekly uh, it's kind of hard to tell because a lot of these stories have already been like developed you know what I mean? Like they already know, like the the manga already know what direction they're gonna go in ahead of like the chapters being released, and obviously they have their entire editorial staff and whatnot kind of backing them up. But there is one that we're gonna talk about. It's gonna be the first one that we're gonna be talking about. And honestly, I thought the the animation in the in the manga itself is just amazing. It's it's pretty well written, and I don't know if that has to do with it being biweekly or not, but I, I don't know. I like it. It's it's hard to tell right now, but uh it is what it is, right? I can't really speak for the for the manga, but I do see a little bit of a difference if I have to say so. No, I mean like so before, right? Yeah. You have um anime like Bleach, you have anime like One Piece. Oh, so you're saying like the Naruto. So you're seeing like the manga to anime um ratio of like no, no, I'm not even, like I think so. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Because you know how there's so many parts where it's just like you'll see um this is prevalent in the old anime. You'll see them just staring at each other for like five seconds. Oh so yeah, like, yeah. So so what you're looking at is more of like the adaptation um rate. Yeah, I think that's a ratio. Yeah. That's so like for ex at. for example, like One Piece is coming out every single week with new chapters. And so is the anime with every single episode. So eventually, you know, typically we get like two to three chapters in one episode, but one piece has to stick to one. So it's a one-to-one -one ratio. So that way the the manga won't get so close to the, or the anime won't get so close to the manga. You know what I mean? And that's why in Naruto, for example, there's a ton of fillers because that ha they had to put those fillers to make sure that at least the pacing was okay. One piece's pacing is, you know, arguably one of the worst in anime. Um, and, you know, it, it makes sense why they had to do that, because obviously, again, they don't want the anime to get too close to the manga. 
But uh, yeah, so nowadays a lot of anime are going by seasonal cores. So this way that uh, we're not getting a ton of, um, you know, like pacing issues or filler. So yeah, that, I, I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, that's definitely what I'm talking about. I think that's way better than, you know, the old system. It's like we want quality and everyone, when something right. is just rushed like that, firstly, yeah. when something is rushed weekly, it's rushed where, you know, they're just looking for something to meet the deadline right so we'll get like animations where it's like we'll get some cool animations on like 50 percent of the screen screen time and then the mm. other 50 it's like only the background is moving and the guy's not even moving it's like right you know what i mean but yeah that's probably that's definitely what i was talking about that ratio but um, yeah let's get into it all right man so this first story is one that i actually read so i have a little bit of a bias towards it but it's called Jinru Shoku Light of Man. All right, so it's definitely a confusing title, but let's read the synopsis. So in quotations, you just die one day and turn into a mummy. Um, end quotations, mysterious mummified corpse that people have nicknamed Mummily-sans keep being found one after another, causing a lot of fuss. One day, a boy named Seda notices that his friend is acting strangely. Don't miss this thrilling suspense story about in, uh, about, about an invasion by the unknown. So, yeah, what do you think about this, Owen, just based off the synopsis? I'm thinking COD zombies with the boys. <laughs> Kino Dartellian, if you know, you know. So, um, I don't know. It seems pretty cool. It's like a zombie one. I don't honestly see too many zombie type of animes. This looks... Uh, is, is, is this in the present tense or is it like, you know... Yes, yeah, it's, it's in modern day. Yeah, okay, that makes that makes sense. I do like um, zombie movies, and I think this would be like mm -hmm. a good connection with that. Yeah, he so, has like a third eye, right? That's it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'll kind of explain that um, without spoiling too much. So basically, it's not really mummies or zombies. Um, it's it's weird. So it's like a cross between zombies and exorcism and like spirits type. Uh, so like, there's these weird figures um, that again they call mummy sons. They're like possessed kind of like they're like somebody that you know all of a sudden becomes possessed and they all, all act weird and only you can see them and you know they're trippy they try to kill you stuff like that um and yeah without trying to spoil the main character kind of goes through one of those experiences and something happens and he kind of awakens a third eye um it's huge because at the end of each chapter there's like a bunch of different like like plot twists and stuff that like cliffhangers huge cliffhangers at the end of each chapter and that's why i think this manga is great because it has a ton of that has a ton of mystique, mystique factor and also at the same time it's it's kind of creepy man the animation on in this manga is just straight up creepy there's this one scene where there's this like stalker dude who just has the freakiest and creepiest face i've ever seen in manga and yeah man it, it's a great read it comes out bi-weekly so again this is kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier where you have the extra week to kind of prepare and make the animation better in inside the manga but yeah i definitely enjoy this one so a little bit of a bias just because i've already read it but i did like it a lot so far it's only like nine or ten chapters no is this um considered a show and jump now right like a shonen um a battle shonen series? i mean <laughs> uh yeah. i mean no if i had to say it's it's kind of like a junji junji ito type where um he writes like horror stuff so i don't oh, want to say okay. it's horror but it does have a lot of like scenes where the animation looks very horror-esque if i had to horror say horror so. thriller type thing yeah yeah exactly got you okay yeah i mean 
it does it's definitely something i would give a try i just have so many anime in, uh, on my plate right now but i and also you know you know me and manga so yeah but yeah, if it were to, to read a manga. if it were yeah. if it were to have an anime adaptation i'll definitely you know Watch it. Dude, this one I feel like it would be fire if it got an anime adaptation, especially with the right um sound effects. I think it would be crazy. But yeah. Yo, if we got like the COD zombies sound effects where they <laughs> that'd be this hilarious. Shit would be epic, bro. That'd be fire. Yeah, All right, man. uh let, let's get into the next one. So this is I I mean I would assume it's a romance one. It's called My Girlfriend Gives Me Goosebumps. There's not a lot of romance ones in the weekly Shonen Jump, and we've got like a ton of them loaded into the Jump Plus side of things. But uh, here's one. So let's read the synopsis. Meet Haruka Kawatsuji, a young boy who miraculously survived a fall from his apartment's balcony as a child. Unfortunately, despite his best efforts to find that same thrill in sports and horror movies, he's never quite managed to feel as alive since. However, that may all be about to change in fateful encounter with one very eccentric girl. Thoughts? Wait, so you're saying, right, mm-hmm. this guy was dropped as a kid? <laughs> Firstly, right, this kid was dropped as a kid, and he didn't feel anything as exciting as being dropped? Like, bro, he needs therapy, I think, not a girlfriend. Oh, um, <laughs> no, 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 I, I kind of see what the story's trying to say, or the synopsis. Again, we've been over this with the last episode that we did. Like, these synopsis <laughs> just suck, man. But uh, I think what they're trying to say is this normal kid, um, he doesn't have any thrill in life after that, you know, that event is like where he kind of fell down. And I guess. No, no, no. I get that. I get that. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like, bro, mm-hmm. it's so close to death. Like, bro, if anything, don't do any of that crazy shit no more. Like, <laughs> man, just going out there to get killed again. But um, <laughs> not my slice, obviously, of yeah. the cake, but seems like a cool little story. It's only three chapters. Yeah, so far. It just came out May 14th with the first chapter, so legit okay. two weeks ago. Yeah, so if anyone wants to catch up to that, you know, little um, story, then you can... It's only three chapters. Might as well. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if you're into romance, I feel like this is going to be a good one. Possibly. I mean, who really knows? You're catching the series pretty early, so you just have to read and find out. But yeah, let's uh, let's move into the next one. So again, another romance one. It's called Blooming Love. So let's just uh, read the synopsis. One day when I was making school supplies in the art room, a very scary looking girl was staring at me. Question mark. Exclamation point. <laughs> Crafts girl versus art boy romantic comedy. Thoughts? Okay. Um, Honestly, it seems like a, you know, a very generic school story. I'm yeah, falling in right. love. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good romance. I think it's a good filler type of show that I don't know. Okay, so I have this, this system where I I rank shows and I call some shows just filler shows, and well, I'll get this is this will give you like the perfect like definition of a filler show. Like The Office is a filler show, right? It's okay. one that you'd go to sleep for. I think this is one of those where it's like you know, casual filler, put it on in the background type thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's the type of show. If it were to be a show, that's how it would be. But um, how many chapters? Only five? Yeah, okay. only five. Just came out in May. Yeah, definitely. If you guys are into, you know, classic, um, I mean, it's obviously all speculation, but I haven't read any of it. But um, based off synopsis and my own interpretation, if you like basic love stories, mm-hmm. this might be it. Yeah, fair. I mean... 
there's really not too much outside the synopsis that we can really go off of this one, but it does seem like a very typical love story. So we'll just have to figure out and, you know, I'll keep an eye on it. If it does pop off, maybe I'll read it. But yeah, let's uh, hop into the next one. So this next one is called Skeleton Double. Um, it actually came out last year, but it's, again, it's under 20 chapters. Um, actually, yeah, it, yeah, it's still coming out today, so not bad. But uh, yeah, it's called Skeleton Double, and let's just read the synopsis. A man dies of mysterious death just outside Shinjuku Station. Eight years later, his son, Yadomi Arakawa, is leading a tranquil life until he meets dot 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 an invisible man. And to learn the truth behind his father's death, Yadomi will become it will have to become invisible himself. Okay. It's pretty cool. Um thoughts. Yeah, that seems like seems pretty interesting. It seems like a new idea. It seems like this is something I would actually watch because we've been seeing a lot of the same thing things when it comes to like you know battle yeah. shonens and even these romance ones. Um, I think every also you know you know my stance on the demon and the the demon and the spiritual like fighting. That's like bro, mm -hmm. it's all the same thing every single time. I think this is like a spin off spin to to the idea of anime. I think it's some type of innovation. I think if someone's trying to see something new. I think mm -hmm. this would be the anime for them. Just based off the synopsis, it sounds pretty cool. And I don't know, it's giving me um, AOT type of, you know, turning into a Titan type okay. of life. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, I have no idea what direction the story is going in. Uh, I think I would just have to read it and find out. It doesn't seem too popular just based off of the amount of views that it's getting. But also, like, if you look at the chapters, like, the frequency that it comes out there were a few that came out last year in 2022 and then all of a sudden it kind of stopped um and then it came out again like just recently started back up in may and there's like one chapter per, per month so it's kind of hard to see what what's going on with the consistency but uh yeah i mean if you guys are reading this manga let us know how it is and if it's worth watching or reading let us know but yeah let's let's hop into the next one yeah one chapter a month is kind of crazy yeah, on average. I mean, there were some where there's two and there's some where there was just one, but yeah. No, that's would not watch something that comes out once a month. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Right. So so this next one is called The Soul Spewing Wielder. So let's just read the synopsis. One day, a high school boy who just wants to be popular encounters a cute girl being attacked by the spirit of a fallen warrior. He rushes in to save her, only to suddenly lose consciousness. Check out this explosive occult X battle battle comedy. Okay. Thoughts? Sounds interesting. Yeah, sounds interesting. Sounds um I like the art. I like this art style. I think yeah. it'd be a good uh anime type of adaptation. Giving me Danny Phantom type vibes. Yo, I don't know. Danny why. Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving me Danny Phantom vibes, but um mm -hmm. again, I don't know. A lot of these are just like romance animes that we're getting now. Yeah, it gives me a little bit of Danny Phantom X Shaman King a little bit. Have you heard of Shaman King? No, what is that? It's one of those OG ones where I mean, it's it's basically like spirits that you can wield as as a human, and then you kind of battle with it. That's also a battle shown in, but there was a fallen warrior that. All right, long story short, it has the same spirit ideas. You know what I mean? No, I like that. I mean, I like I you know I love Danny Phantom as 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 a kid. <laughs> I think yeah. if this is anything similar to that, you know, we might be in for a treat. Yeah. But again, it's it's hard to tell just because this again has five chapters, so it's hard to tell where where it's gonna go. But it is good since it's five chapters, you can just get right right into it. Yeah, for sure. 
So All right, do yeah, it. I got a I got a fire for fire one for you next. Hopefully, let's see, let's see what. So it I've is. heard a lot of good things about this one. It's called Vibration Men. Um, okay. I don't I don't want to hype it up a lot, but a lot of people are saying this is the next my hero. Um, in terms of superheroes and whatnot, but yeah, let's just read the synopsis. Since the government announced the existence of people with quotation special powers ten years ago. Shindo Susumu has longed for his own amazing abilities. However, he finds himself to be nothing but an average 15-year-old. Then one day, during his high school's entrance ceremony, a power finally awakens inside him. But it's not exactly the kind he'd always hoped for. My Hero Vibes? Yes? You see it? Definitely. Literal, uh, it's like um, a mirror of My Hero. But I do think it's, I don't know. Firstly, I like the art, right? Mm-hmm. Some lightning yeah. or whatever is coming out of his hand. That's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. Def- this is definitely something I'd watch if it's in an anime. Mm-hmm. Because obviously Battle Shonen is my favorite. But right. um, out of this whole list, this is the only Battle Shonen, firstly. Yeah, and for sure. Yeah. I think I think this is this seems like it'd be a good one. And you know, you never know. Maybe it could be the next go piece. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, not, you never know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, it could... Watch. It could give up uh, my hero vibes, you know, like a really good battle shonen that people just tend to enjoy because it's battle shonen. It's one of the most popular um, genres out there. So we'll just have to see. But I read the first chapter. It wasn't anything crazy to me, in my opinion, but it was just the first chapter. So I'm probably going to read the rest and kind of find out how it goes. But yeah, it seems interesting at the very least. You know, I love the whole superhero genre. So it's going to be like a my hero with a better MC. <laughs> I take Deku, Deku needs to do some like I don't know. Deku mm-hmm. needs to tee up. He needs to grow up a bit. But I don't want to get into the my hero thing because I know Issa's gonna be on my ass. <laughs> but... For sure, man. <laughs> All right, let's uh get into the next one. So this one is called Kindergarten Wars. Um, just looking at the picture, it kind of reminds me of like an assassination classroom site. Um slash my uh slash uh spy family no in a way, but let's just read the synopsis. Welcome to Kindergarten Noir, an exclusive school catering to children of the global elite. Raita, one of the teachers, has been on the hunt for a boyfriend, but has had absolutely zero luck so far. One day, an assassin comes after one of the children, and he's totally dreamy. Dive into the action-packed rom-com as it unfolds inside the world's safest kindergarten. So straight up, bro, this sounds exactly like, uh, I don't say exactly, but it has a lot of elements from Spy Family and Assassination Classrooms to me. Yeah, no, this is, seems like it's a copy and paste of uh, oh, Assassination Classroom. It's like, a, yo, don't, it's like, uh, you ever seen those memes where it's like a copy <laughs> Yeah. Copy my copy homework? Copy my homework, yeah. Yeah, copy my homework, but don't make it the same. Man's literally did the same thing, mm-hmm. but it's literally yeah. Do you remember in um, uh, assassination classroom where that hot teacher came in and then she was like oh, yeah. trying to seduce the, the yeah. you know the professor. I think this mm-hmm. is kind of, kind of the same way but reverse roles. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. It, it does seem like that in a way. I mean, one thing's for sure. I don't know if you heard about this news, but uh, assassination classroom the manga. It's been banned in a ton of different school libraries. And uh, I mean, really? I, I mean, yeah, because, dude, like, what's going on in, in the United oh. States? You know oh, what I true, mean? true, true, true. Makes sense. Makes dude, sense. Makes you're pulling up kindergarten and the picture's just like this little girl with like with a Glock in her hand. That's some John Morant shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, 
Like, nah, this is not going to do well in, <laughs> oh, in uh, school my libraries. That's God. For sure. My man said John Murray shit. That's funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, um, I don't know. This is definitely something probably in Japan that's, you know, kind of yeah, like okay. Yeah. yeah, like okay. But not in the U.S. because shit's just Yeah, just because of what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Just out of control. Um, yeah, I don't know how how well this one will do, especially in the states. But you know, it's it's a concept we've seen before and it, it's worked. So uh, we'll just have to see how it goes. But uh, yeah, it could be popular. Who knows? But yeah, let's get into the next story. Yeah, it all depends on who the target audience is for that. Yeah, for sure. All right, so this one is called "Handsome Must Die." I read the synopsis to this one earlier, and it was very different. So let's just read it. Yuri, a high school student, so handsome, she has the other girls tripping over the, their feet and calling her a prince. But behind closed doors, she's a total idol fangirl. Her biggest bias, Ryo-kun from the popular group Handsome Guys. A chance encounter with Ryo after one of the one of his concert turns Yuri's world upside down. And dude, I can't even read. Sorry, Yuri's world upside down when she finds herself suddenly thrust into a world of idols disguised as a guy. So yeah, uh, definitely crazy. So yeah, definitely something I probably uh, yeah I, I'm aboard with you with this one, man. But not watch. Weird. It's some weird. It's some weird shit. Um, we got so basically what I got from that is cosplay. Yeah, basically <laughs> couldn't couldn't have said it any better. Literally, she is cosplaying. Like I don't know. First of all, cosplaying is actually low key. If I had like um. Asanji cosplay that would be sick well yeah. Uh, like yeah I don't know um I, I respect the art of cosplaying I just me personally I don't think I could do it like I think I dressed up as Naruto for third grade Halloween and I I didn't feel that, embarrassed I actually thought it was pretty cool but I don't know got, man you got PTSD that's what you got <laughs> <laughs> I don't know man it's just I just couldn't do it myself you know what I mean but no nah, no nah, before it was like that though before yeah. back in the day shit was like that but now it's a bit yeah. different like you especially if it's like like valid anime like cosplay yeah. like like if it's like a kainu or like i've seen like you know crazy like one piece ones and they look mm-hmm. sick but like i've seen some weird ones where it's like deku and then they'll like like um paint their faces and it's just like so that doesn't look if it looks sick i think right. yeah I think some people go a bit too yeah. far with did it. You see, did you see our boy, um, John Calivas? For those of you guys that don't know, we did like a, a pod episode with this guy named John Calivas, who's an aspiring voice actor. Um, he yeah, he posted this actor. one sick TikTok. Yeah, and it was him like cosplaying as Deku, like the dark hero. And honestly, it looks sick. I don't know if you've oh, seen shit. it. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick. fire. That's fire. No, he, okay, but John Calivas, for, for anyone that doesn't know, um he is like an aspiring voice actor but when i tell you this man is one of the funniest guys besides just his voice acting which is impressions and whatnot he's like Mm -hmm. he's a master impressionist but besides from that the humor that he brings in with the impressions is just hysterical and if you guys just just go check out his tiktok watch our video or our podcast on it it was elite bro it was funny as hell you yeah, know that's that was one of the funniest episodes ever. That dude is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's hop into the next one. So this one's called Service Wars. So let's just read the synopsis. In a shopping district, uh, in a shopping district of closed shutters and turned keys, 
Ajimaru, a lone Chinese restaurant, bravely faces its impending closure. Everything changes when they serve up a free meal to the starving Nasunosuke. Um, a for effort right there, you feel me? But uh, yeah, he's a wandering waiter extraordinaire who might be just what they need to spice up their shop. But uh, yeah, it looks like it's like if you're a local business, this might appeal to you where, you know, obviously in 2020, there's a lot of shit that was going on. But uh, it kind of sounds like that where it's like a uh like a local business restaurant type where no one's coming in in a dead mall maybe or a dead you know shopping plaza and yeah that's what it sounds like to me it sounds like something that keith lee needs to you know kind of go to i don't know if you have you ever heard of keith lee who's that basically he's this tiktok dude that um yeah he goes to these random like restaurants that aren't struggling doing, like, restaurants. the best yeah struggling yeah. restaurants and he goes in as a regular customer and he gives like honest reviews of customer service and he gives like mm-hmm. reviews of the actual food and every time every spot that you know he said that he vouches for blows up like always that's sick so that's sick. yeah no it is sick and it's like kind of like you know giving back to the community mm-hmm. we're giving back to those businesses and he's putting people onto good food and he does it in like a good manner so yeah uh, very respected guy amongst like you know tiktok and everything that's sick I mean, I want to do the obvious comparison with Food Wars. Um, obviously, it's a little bit different. This is more about service. But sometimes, man, I just like to see anime food, man. It's just, I don't know, dude. It just makes me hungry, man. Nah, anime yeah. food is so good, bro. Sanji's <laughs> cooking, bro, always. And I, I yeah, Food Wars, I've, mm-hmm. I haven't seen the anime itself, but I've seen clips. And they go crazy with the food It wars. does go crazy. All right, man. Let's uh, get into the next one. So this one is called The Pension Life Vampire. So vampires and werewolves, this is a synopsis, by the way. One day, Ari, a revision officer who hunts down things that are said to resent mankind, wanders into a pension run by a mysterious girl. The encounter between a girl whose existence was denied and a legendary vampire. She won't change the world, but she can become kind. Okay. A heartwarming house administration comedy begins now. All right. Um, definitely something that I would not read. What are your thoughts on uh i don't know sounds kind of pension okay what well what's I don't a, know pension? What a pension is i was trying to figure that out is it i don't know is do it they like mean a... like like a jail nah, or... dude, I, I don't know man is it like a like a housing thing that's what it seems like to me like let me search this up real quick because i really thought it was like a jail or something pension oh like it's a, uh that's a penitentiary i'm pretty sure yeah oh, okay because <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm thinking like like um like a pension plan <laughs> but that's but, different but the, i'm dead but they also said a re, she's a revision officer so maybe oh shit yeah i don't know penitentiary pension pretty similar i don't know honestly these uh goddamn um descriptions are not good at all i know man but um, i will say that the artwork on this looks really good yeah I was, I was just about to say that too the artwork looks like it'll be like a great anime adaptation Mm-hmm. I just not something I would read, but you know, if you guys like uh vampire shit, you know, vampire yeah, diaries. Sure. If you're into or vampire... uh, what was that? What was that thing called? Uh, Twilight Saga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I low key, yeah. I low key watched. Um... Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm exposing That's fair, bro. I'm nah, exposing fair, myself bro. hard. Everybody bro. was watching it back in the day, bro. Nah, not bro. Twilight. Not Twilight. I'm not that young. Oh, Vampire Diaries. 
Yeah, my part of hers. No, but that that was also popping, bro. No, it was, it was popping, a CW bro. show, right? Yo, for the people for the people that be hating on it, yo, the show was popping until season four. Then season Damn, four hit all the way to season four. Get out nah, of I watched the season four, right? <laughs> and low key, um, the main girl got with the other dude, and it was just like it didn't make sense anymore to me. So I was like, "Fuck that shit!" I didn't watch the final season, but <laughs> but. The originals that is a very uh which is tied to Vampire Diaries. Yeah, I would recommend everyone watch that shit. That is crazy. Okay, yeah. fair, fair. Yeah. I uh, I'm not a vampire werewolf guy, so I don't think that I would enjoy it. But trust, trust the originals yeah. is different. Trust the originals is different. That shit is sick. But like, yeah, I watched Teen Wolf for if that counts for anything, like the first half season. No, nah, I'm telling you, yeah, you you gotta watch. You you uh, you have to watch uh the originals. It's actually mad. It's actually maybe I'll, I'll give it a shot. All right, let's uh, get into the next one. Yep. So this one is called Stand for Salvation. Um, I think this one came out when PPPPP got canceled or chopped by uh Weekly Shonen Jump. That was like a huge controversy because it wasn't really doing bad at all, but it ended up getting chopped, and a lot of people loved it because it was a like a music manga. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't really that many, uh, if any ever before like music manga so this oh, one yeah. came in like immediately after that one got chopped so i don't know if this had to do with that in terms of like was this supposed to be the next air successor but yeah let's just read the synopsis so angels descend upon japan they've come to deliver the japanese people from demons who have taken the music industry by storm but their master plan is to shoot first stardom as idols enjoy Os- osamu kozuki's superfying new comedy series so yeah what are your thoughts music anime honestly i've never um i've never actually even heard anime music like there's there's a couple of them there's um i think it's called your light in april there's that's one big one um obviously pppp or p6 that was a huge um manga series on the music industry and a lot of people liked it again but yeah it's chopped now so <laughs> that's damn that's actually crazy because that just changes the trajectory for the author so much that it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's actually wild. Honestly, um, this is probably not my slice of the cake. Yeah. Also, I don't like musicals in general, you know, high school musical and all that. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't fair. haven't really, you know, liked that to begin with, but I think it is a new genre for people to get into. I know some people really like uh, anime music. I haven't gotten into it yet or heard it. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of people are into it. And um, if this is the alternate for, you know, the other one that wasn't doing so so bad, I think it's going to be fine. But also, right. I wanted to touch upon Shrine Comics. Didn't they say they were doing something with musical anime? No. So he said that one of his favorite anime was one of the, like, a an anime... That was based off like a, a music type of genre. You know what I mean? Like, okay. The story was based off of music. I forget exactly what it was called, but uh, yeah, he did plug that in as his favorite anime. Got you. Yeah. So if anyone likes, you know, the Cheetah Girls or like, you know, um, I right, bro, I don't think it'll be like this. <laughs> this is this is like a huge. It sounds like a huge twist on, on um, like the music genre. Like they legit have like demons in this. You know oh what I mean? shit! Like I some... mean, I could be wrong. It says. They've come to deliver the Japanese people from demons. Like, wait, what? Like, what's going on? Angels like descend upon Japan. That sounds like the twist is getting huge, like bigger and bigger. You know what I mean? 
No, I think that's, I think incorporating it with music is, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, we all know the OG, the best musician, anime musician out there, Brooke. Like, you know, I knew you were going to say that shit, bro. Yo, like, yo. The <laughs> yo get out of here, bro. Yo, <laughs> do dude. that again. <laughs> that shit comes naturally, bro. Y'all heard it that one time. You got that was hilarious, bro. Oh, my uh, God. Brooke is a demon. Oh, my God. All right, let's uh, get into the next one. So this next one is looks like it's another romance type where it's called Romantic Killer. Um, so let's just read the synopsis. A gamer girl Anzu's days of playing with her cat and eating chocolate are interrupted by a magical fairy named Riri. Yo, they got Rihanna in this. Okay. Um, so <laughs> Riri, who curses her to spend her days in a world of shoujo manga tropes. All right. So it definitely looks like a comedy slash romance for sure. Um, but yeah, the end part of the synopsis. Can Anzu fend off all the hot guys who keep showing up, or is she destined to fall in love? Hey, uh, yeah. Thoughts? Thoughts. That's exactly the word I was looking for. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I'm dead <laughs> on, bro. Yeah, yeah, this is what yo, she a thought, bro. Like, what's going on here? Um, There's a getting... lot going on in that summary, man. I yeah, don't know yeah. where this story is going to go. Um, at first, it seemed like a romance. Uh, but now that I think of it, the title Romantic Killer, is she like trying to not get like it sounds like she liked being with her cat and just eating chocolate, you know, like, a, I don't know, man. There's a lot of ways this could go. I honestly don't know, but it looks like she's it trying seems to get fun, though. Yeah, it seems like a fun one. For uh, sure. it, se it seems like a spin to like the regular uh, romance romance ones. Mm -hmm. I think she's uh, trying to get the bag. She's trying to hustle it up. She's trying to make an OnlyFans. Yo, get she, out of here, bro. <laughs> no, I don't know. She she's getting approached by mad dudes, and you know she's trying to fall yeah. in love. But you well, know, it, it's it sounds like it's, well, in the synopsis it says that she's trying to like word off like all these shoujo manga tropes. So shoujo is like so there's shonen, right? Shoujo is like the opposite, where it's like oh, okay. shonen is young boy and shoujo is like young girl. You know what I mean? So gotcha. if I had to assume what that was about, like. I mean, it would be more of the romance type of genre, you know what I mean? So obviously, we got the shonen tropes, and we got the shojo tropes. So yeah. yeah, I'm not like a shojo type of dude. I'm more mm -hmm. shonen type of dude, dude. Fair. But for for all the shojos out there, I think this would be your cup of tea. But yeah, let's get into the next one. Yeah, for sure. It looks like this next one is possibly another romance one. Um, it's called Yumoichi. Um. Excuse me for butchering that Japanese, but you know, we are here trying my best. But uh yeah, Yumoichi dreaming of falling for you. So let's just read the synopsis. Even in university, university, Chono is stuck in the past regrets of his high school years. His dull days come to an abrupt end when he comes across a mysterious book, a book that allows him to return and redo his high school life in his dreams. Follow Chono and the girls of his dreams as they reshape their wasted youths. Thoughts? Okay, firstly. Mm -hmm. Or not joking. We've been getting mad to romance enemies. Like, yo, what is yeah. this? Like, next, come on. Like, what are we getting? Honestly, um, bro, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I don't know what it is about, like, like redoing your life and stuff. But I kind of like that genre, man. I mean, there's ReZero. I like that. There was Mushoku Tensai. I like that one too. Um, then there was uh, Erase. I don't know if you've ever seen that. That was also, and it wasn't really redoing his life, but he kind of went back in time. Tokyo Avengers? Yeah, Tokyo Revengers. There's another one. I, I kind of like it, man. I don't know. 
No, I think I think it's no. I was just bashing on the genre because we've been getting so many. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, this is I think you know literally like seventy five percent. But I think um, this is uh-huh. out of all the the romance animes except the Danny Phantom one. I think <laughs> this Phantom. one, yeah, I think this one is um, one one that's kind of unique and different. Mm-hmm. It has the aspect of going back in time, doing redoing your life, having those memories from, you know, <clears throat> your present self. I think that it kind of gives like two stories. It gives you the yeah, previous sure. story and then it gives you the new story. Mm-hmm. And it, then it also gives you the story of what's happening presently. So yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I love Tokyo Avengers and the way they did it. So if these guys do it in a way where it kind of makes sense and it's like follows through, I think it'll be a great mm-hmm. uh, manga. Yeah. I'm probably going to keep an eye on it. Um, Definitely. Like again, I'm really into that genre for whatever reason. I honestly can't explain it to you. I mean, there's been a ton of times where I'm just like, dude, I wish I did that better in life. So maybe that's why where I'm getting it from. But yeah, we'll just have to see. But let's uh move on to the next one. So yeah. this, this next one is called Ghostbuster Osamu. Um, so let's read the synopsis. Vengeful spirit is a mass of emotions that clings to this world with a grudge. In the modern, in the growing modern world, vengeful spirits with various grudges were born, and there were also exorcists who specialized in this particular field. The wild quotation, "shitty big emotion." Okay, that's a wild, that's a wild thing to put in the summary. Shitty big emotion um, that the exorcist Osamu faces is dot 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 a fangirl. She loves manga and anime and she calms raging spirits a gag series featuring a contemporary exorcist bruh thoughts i like the the uh, the the art i think the art is it's nice okay. i think it's a very anime adaptable it kind of mm-hmm. gives me like um a bit of demon slayer i don't yep which anime is like this the way it looks i don't know it's very so it's a very familiar type of art style. I, I can know, look these... up the author. Um, maybe he or she has some other, uh, some other work out there. Does it look similar, or am I just like bugging? A little bit. It, honestly, man, we talked about it earlier, but it, it does look like one of the spirits that were uh, in Shaman King to me a little bit. Do you see it? I mean, I know you didn't watch it, so I can't really say it, but a little bit to me. But yeah, uh, dude, doesn't this remind you of the one that we talked about last week? Which one was that? Uh, it's called Nui's Exorcist, and that was also about like a spirit that likes uh video games. Do you remember that? Instead of video games this time, it's uh, it's about manga and anime. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a it's a cool concept. I like this grudges, this whole mm-hmm. grudges thing where people there's actual different types of grudges. I think that's cool. And are the exorcists going to be the people that are like kind of the good guys that are going after these um, spirits or I think that's probably how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I guess at this point we're just going to have to, you know, read and find out. I hate, I hate these synopsis, man. I wish we got a little bit more. Yeah. They need, they need to do some type of work, you know, at least, you know, maybe get chat GBT to do something manga plus. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I, I looked it up. I couldn't really find any other work from this particular mangaka, um, Geta Bako. I think that's how you pronounce it. 
But uh, yeah, I'll do some digging and then maybe I'll put it in a post or in the description later on. But yeah, I couldn't really find any other work. But yeah, let's yeah. Uh, get into the next one. <clears throat> yeah, we're low, we're low key going to have to get you some uh, Japanese classes, bro. Bro, I can't do this, bro. I'm trying <laughs> out here, bro. I thought I'd be good at it for from watching all the anime, man. But I am so bad at it. Now you gotta have like like this, right? What's it called? Uh, Shibatarian. Shibatarian. Bro, was... Oh, Shiba... oh. Shibatarian. Or like so, you know. That you gotta have that. Good, bro. <laughs> that was pretty good, man. You gotta have some type of they they say shit, yo. If you ever heard the Japanese, like uh in JoJo's especially, how they speak English, it's mad funny, bro. Bro, real talk though, those are like those are state of the art voice actors, bro. I am nowhere near that level. <laughs> no, nah, no, that's um yo, some of these voice actors are you you've seen the video where it's like the three voice actors are saying They're the same so thing. Into it. Yeah, it's crazy. And the third guy, yo, I don't know what his name is, but yo, that dude sounds crazy. Seriously, man. All no, right, but uh, these guys let's... have the pronunciations mm. on point for sure. For sure. I mean, they're Japanese, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm like a white, I'm like a American dude. So, all right, let's uh, read this synopsis, man. Uh, of uh, Shibatarian. Uh, I tried. Bro. I, I tried. You're valid, valid, valid. All bro. right. So here's the synopsis. In the spring of my third year of middle school, I found Shibata buried beneath a sakura tree. We watched movies and became fast friends. Even planned to make a movie together for the school festival, but no one at school seemed to know him. I will discover Shibata and the whole world will turn into Shibata. This is a story of by and for Shibata, now showing in a theater near you. That is one <laughs> ominous, ominous, very weird, eerie synopsis. Okay, what firstly, the... right, my yeah. man's is addicted to Shibata. What the hell is going on? Secondly, what? man yeah. said, let's make a movie together. Whoa. whoa. Yo, chill out, dog. Pause. Pause. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> firstly, and secondly, this, um, you, you're, you're seeing this uh, art, right? It's like everyone is the same except that one dude. Yeah. That's weird, bro. I don't know. This I is very... It's very like he's addicted to the dude. I want to read it, man. I think that I, yeah. I think I think I think you should give it a try. Um, take take a bullet for the team. I think I'll this. Uh, <laughs> I think this might be this might be crazy. I I've been reading a lot of manga that seem very eerie and kind of uh not confusing, but like you can't really tell where it's gonna go. So I think I want to give this one a shot. I think I will for sure. No, hundred percent. This looks like something. That can definitely be good. Mm-hmm. It's kind of eerie, and if you like that type of vibe, hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so let's get into the next one. So this next one is called Beat in Motion. Um, let's read the synopsis. <laughs> the winner of the million tag manga competition. Oh, so I wonder if they did like a, if like Manga Plus or Shonen Jump did like a, a competition, and this one got pulled from the competition, and now it's starting to serialize inside of Jump Plus, which is really cool. But uh, yeah, let's read the synopsis. A new era of manga begins with a series about the struggle and joy of creating art. Anime and music collide in this new series about growing up and reaching for your dreams. Dang. So they didn't only just replace P6 with one music industry anime or slash manga. They released it. Re- <laughs> they replaced it with two. It looks like this came out Damn. at the same time that it got chopped. Damn. That's they cool. They really did, they did them dirty. Not going to lie. But um, 
so are these like so what I'm getting from the synopsis is that mm -hmm. these are manga creators or manga designers. And I, I really don't know. I have no idea. That'd be cool. Like this is a manga based off of manga designers and manga creators. Um there's actually one that's like that. I can't remember what it's called. I want to say it's called Blue Period, or maybe I'm tripping. I think that's also like a oh man, I think that's that art one. I have to find out, but there was actually one in Shonen Jump. Back in the day, I remember reading it in in like the magazines that would come like shipped to my house. That was a, like a manga about writing manga, which was really cool. But yeah, it could be like that as well. No, that's I mean that's pretty interesting. Um, damn, I something I probably wouldn't watch, but it's like mm -hmm. if you're also into the music part of anime, this yeah, might do sure. this might do it well, you know. Um, a lot as we said before, there aren't a lot of um <clears throat> shows or series that have you know uh mangas and music as their genre. Mm -hmm. I think it's just turn starting to pop out, and I think one of them is gonna be you know those hidden gems, and this could be it. All right, so just kind of backtrack. It's it's called Bakuman, the one I was talking about. Um, Bakugan? It's about Bakuman. Okay, I was about to say Bakugan and some <laughs> other shit, right? <laughs> But yeah, dude, that was OG. I think that was on Cartoon Network back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the good times. Yeah, the good, the good times of Cartoon Network. But yeah, facts. All right, uh, let's get into the next one. So this next one is called Jiangxi X. I actually read this one probably like fifteen chapters or so. Um, I actually never mind. It's fifteen chapters itself. So I probably read like ten chapters or so. Um, so let's just read the synopsis. A silent darkness threatens a thousand years of peace. Who can stand up to great evil and Jiangxi? Young warriors become the light that defeats despair. Welcome to the new Chinese battle fantasy series. Chinese? Damn. Yeah. Not Japanese? Dude, that's... So I'll, I'll say it before you give me your thoughts. But that's kind of why I dropped it. Because, first of all, reading weekly chapters is hard enough for me. Especially because I'm reading like so many at the same time. I, I tend to forget the names of some of these characters. And it's not so bad when you're so used to like japanese names for for example you know we talked about this earlier in one of our pods with um when riz came on remember we were talking about like that how hard it was to remember korean names now it's yeah. now it's chinese names and i just kept getting confused and i just kept having to reread chapters and at this point i just kind of wanted to binge it so i dropped it for now and it was just kind of hard for me to kind of uh go weekly for this so that's why i dropped it but i'll probably end up coming back to it because first of all the main character looks like a badass he was a badass he was pretty sick yeah, the story got kind of dark a little bit, so yeah. I mean, but um, yeah, it, um, it, I don't know. This kind of looks. This looks like the just the art. It looks pretty cool. It looks like he's does like tiger stripes. Kind of reminds me of the Shanks thing that he has in, on his face. Yeah. He might be like a deadly character. Um, I'm I'm looking at the second uh episode, the art, and it looks the like second, the, guys... the second uh chapter. Yeah, it looks like the guy's doing using like Rio or something. It looks pretty cool. It's something I probably would get into. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know, I'm not an Amos, so I'll I'll definitely watch that. Yeah, it's it was pretty interesting. I just I just couldn't get into it. Um I, I'll give it a second shot though. I thought it was pretty good. But yeah, out of all of these, how would you rank them? Like what was your most memorable one? We're not gonna go through every single one and rate them one through ten like we did for the other one, because there's so many series, but if you had to say like a top three that you could remember, which one were they? Definitely that Shonen Jump one. 
Um, the Shonen Battle series one? Yeah, yeah. The Shonen Battle series one. Was it? Dude, I can't remember. It was a My Hero spin-off. Oh, Vibration thing. Man. Vibration yeah, Man. Yeah, The yeah. second one, probably Server Wars. Because that Sur- shit Service looked... Wars. Yeah. Service Wars? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That shit looked pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And what else was there that I liked? Damn. Kind of blanking right now. There was um did you what did you think about the Shibatanian? <laughs> yeah, that that's that's what I would give a try. That's what I would definitely give a try. I would give a try. Yeah, yeah, no. This is this this looks cool. It looks different. I'll definitely give it a try. Yeah, it does it does look different. The art seems very basic, but at the same time intricate, which is kind of crazy, but yeah, Shibatarian. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny as hell let's um what do you think though what's your top three on these um obviously it's the jinruo shoku the blight of men or a blight of men because i've already been reading that it's the creepy series one um with the third eye dude like the mummy one just because i'm already reading that and I, I've, I've enjoyed it every single chapter has been so uh cliffhanger ish and it's just been very thrilling all around so definitely that um, obviously there's Vibration Man, which supposedly a lot of people are saying is the next My Hero. I love my superhero stuff, so I, I feel like this is going to be a good one. And then probably either, believe me or not, Romantic Killer, because I just kind of want to see all the all the weird trails. Like, I kind of want to see what direction goes in, but probably it's going to be Shiba Terian if I had to pick one. Because that just seems very interesting to me. No, it definitely does. Um, I mean, those are definitely great choices. But obviously... For uh, all of, for for all of our listeners, we haven't watched any of these or read any of these, and we're giving our kind of first initial thoughts on mm-hmm. basically just a synopsis, not Which the synopsis, sucks, by the way. like a bio. It's not even a summary. They give it. They say it's a summary. It's not a summary. It's like a one line sentence. Yeah, and the and and the art. So, I mean, definitely give it a try. We haven't watched it ourselves either, but we give you a little like taste of how what we think about it. And I think, um, you know, all these series are very new. So getting into it is like literally while you're, you know, eating dinner or something, you could quickly just yeah, you could get already be caught up. You could already be caught up to some of the some of these manga. But yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. So that was pretty fun. I know we went through probably like 30 different series in the last two pod episodes. Yeah, who knows? Maybe one of these will be the next. Again, we keep seeing the next one piece. I don't know if that will ever happen, but at least a very successful series where they get anime adaptation, maybe a movie adaptation. I don't know, man. I could see it happening because this is the future of Shonen Jump. So one of these series is going to have to carry that mental when One Piece ends, when My Hero ends, Jujutsu Kaisen ending this year. You know, a lot of these series are, are ending very soon. So one of these are going to have to take over the mantle. Who really knows which one it's going to be? But yeah, I look forward to them. Not all of them were to my liking, but again, these synopsis sucked. So we'll just have to see because you never really know how it's going to go. So I'm rooting yeah. for all of these mangaka and all these series to succeed. So we'll just have to see, right? Yeah, 100%. And quickly before uh, we wrap things up, I actually wanted to, I was, um, you were talking about last seasons and how anime were ending. I just saw the tra- like it wasn't a trailer. It was kind of a trailer, but of um, Bleach's new core, the last uh, part mm-hmm. or the second part of mm-hmm. the Thousand Year Blood Blood War arc, and it was sick, bro. I know you don't watch Bleach, but mm-hmm. bro, you you have to catch up. Just read the manga quickly, like just read the manga so you can just catch up, bro. Like 
straight up, it is too good. Like top two, top three show, top top oh, five man. show. There's top so five show, many, top five show. There's so many good shows and manga that are coming out right now. It's like a golden age of anime manga. I just damn man. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's so much I have to catch up on. It's crazy. I'm telling you, like, Bleach is your type of anime. Mm-hmm. And, bro. I'll, I'll, so, this is my plan. If we ever get, like, a dead era where it's, like, you know, like, the, the Void Century in One Piece where there's really nothing coming out, then I for sure will probably um, try to catch up on Bleach then. No, definitely. If, yeah, if, for the people that haven't watched Bleach, bro, Bleach is just insane. But... Yeah, definitely excited for the new um series. We're going to be talking about that on the Thursday podcast, probably. Yeah, so, for sure. yeah, so you know, tune into that for sure. We do a, a second uh segment every week. It's on Thursdays. Um, it's more news focused. It's more like we talk about our takes on and opinions on news mm-hmm. for everyone that's trying to you know keep. There's always a lot of news coming out for anime and um <clears throat> there's always a lot of hidden gems we talk about so if you do want to know new uh about new things that are coming out in the anime world just you know tune into our tuesday podcast and i think that just wraps it all up yeah for sure uh we appreciate you guys for listening if you guys want to join our community make sure you guys check out the links in our description you guys can shoot us a dm see our instagram posts join our discord where we have a huge community there Love and appreciate all you guys. And yeah, with that being said, peace out, guys. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode of Anime Plus. Peace. Peace.